All right. So as opposed to my previous episode, which got very serious, I decided I needed to kind of calm myself down a little bit by talking about something a little nicer. So today we're going to talk about Piku Niku, which is a very goofy uh, platforming puzzle sort of game. Uh, it looks very Japanese when you look at it. Um, like the title screen has Japanese characters on it, all that. It is actually by a group called Sector Dub, and uh, Sector Dub is actually a, I believe, a British and French uh, group. So, for example, the the main the main creator, his name is Arnold Dibok. I believe he's from France. So it is actually not a Japanese game, although I was really fooled. I thought it was a Japanese game until the end when all the names were in like French, and I was really confused. So I looked it up. It is actually a uh, it is a it is heavily inspired by kind of Japanese sort of games but it's not a Japanese game anyways uh, you play as a very cute red creature named Piku he's just a little blob with legs and two eyes uh, if you play the other one uh, well not the other one if you play like the co-op mode there's an there's an orange one called Niku and that's where the name of the game comes from and uh, in the story mode, which is what I'll be talking about here, which is kind of the main game, uh, you're not actually called Piku. I think you technically are, but you're actually kind of called the Beast. And the idea is um, you wake up in a cave, and when you break out of the cave, you get a... Um, you, everyone considers you the Beast. They consider you like an omen of doom. And then when you break out of your cage that you're stuck in, you kind of realize that something is wrong with this island that you're on. A mysterious man named Mr. Sunshine, who's kind of an entrepreneurial guy, has essentially forcibly brought capitalism to the island. And he is um, sucking up kind of the natural resources for a mysterious plan. And I won't spoil anything else. Now, I will say, the presentation of this game is absolutely great. I love the art style. It's very colorful and, like, simple, but very charming. Uh, all of the movement is kind of physics-based, which is pretty kind of unique. Well, it's not. I've seen other platformers do it. I feel like it's done very, very well in this game. Uh, for example, you can, you can have your legs shrink into your body and just kind of roll around, and it feels very satisfying to do that. And the way you roll around kind of feels like realistic, I guess. Another thing is um, when you... So you can kick, but also you can like kick in the air on these little rings and grapple onto them and kind of fling yourself around. That's also really fun. Uh, I liked the game's humor. The game has a very like goofy... Uh, sense of humor they're a little bit like internet humor inspired i guess uh which often i would not like that i would think that that kind of would take me out of the experience but here it kind of fit really well because the world is already super just like cute and goofy um it really is kind of like a mixture between a puzzle game and a platforming game uh there was one puzzle in particular i got kind of like stuck on which is right near the start of the game but once you kind of get past that hurdle and you kind of understand, like, oh, I see what's going on here, uh, it the game is, like, pretty easy. Uh, there was only one part I really didn't like, 
which is there's kind of a dance mini game. And I personally am really, really terrible at rhythm games. I always have been. I don't know why. And so that really frustrated me, but I managed to get past it. And it's just like a pretty solid game. Uh, it is... Oh, I'm sorry. I hit my desk there. It is short. Uh, I don't think that... I think some people might dislike the fact that it's... um. You know, it's probably... I would say maybe like four or five hours long at most for the story which some people might not like that some people might want a longer game for their money and I understand but I personally thought it was pretty fun uh, there's also a nine level cooperative mode which I haven't played but I've heard that it's a I've heard people say it's pretty fun so um, yeah if you want kind of a nice goofy fun uh, adventure then I think I would really recommend Pikaniku. Uh I think it's pretty fun I think if you like that sort of game you'll like it uh, just keep in mind it's pretty short I personally thought the ending was kind of disappointing but it was, like, it was still good but there was one particular part of the ending where I was just like okay um, it's very much not it's very much like not something you're supposed to be taken seriously also the kind of themes in the game are not as heavy-handed as I thought they were going to be because obviously the main villain is kind of themed around like a capitalist nightmare sort of dude but it really isn't about that very much uh, like that theme is definitely in there but it's not as like capitalism absolutely sucks as I thought it was going to be and I'm actually happy about that because I think that would have really not gelled with the kind of mood the game went for that's very like non-serious like, this is literally a game where you, um, I think you fight, like, a toaster at one point. <laughs> it's very ridiculous. Uh, since this is kind of short for one of my usual reviews, I'm going to talk about something else for a little bit. So another thing I've been kind of, um, playing through in the last few days is I actually got the original Doom. Uh, there, there was a version for Switch... And I will say, apparently when they first published it, they had some stupid requirement that you like have you had to have a Bethesda account in order to play it, which is pretty dumb. But apparently they fixed that, so now you can have the Bethesda account optionally, but you don't actually need it to play the game. And I've always been interested in kind of old video games, so I was like, yeah, I'll play Doom. And it's pretty cool. I'm surprised at well it holds up. Um... Obviously, there's not that much I can say about it, considering it's, you know, one of the most influential first-person shooter games ever. Maybe the most influential first-person shooter game ever. Uh, you kill demons, and you're, you're, a, you're a doom guy, space marine. They killed your pet rabbit or something, and now you're out for revenge, and that's the whole game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm surprised at how well it holds up. One thing that's interesting is, so, when you're moving you can't look up or down you're just kind of level and you kind of are firing based on having things in the center of your screen i don't really know how to explain it more than that but it's kind of it's a little different from a more modern first person shooter and it's like it actually works really well with a controller uh i think that the the not moving up or down part 
I mean, obviously you go up and down stairs, but like for an example, if something is above you and you're not technically not aiming at it, you just have to have it in like the center of the screen and it will automatically shoot things that are above or below you. Uh, because technically everything in the game is on. Um, so technically everything in the game is on like one plane but graphically, it doesn't look like that. Graphically, it looks like a full 3D game. Uh, and, that, and that's kind of like trickery that allowed them to do that back in the day and still have such complex levels. And because um, obviously back in the day, Doom was like a, a high-end game. And now it's like, now there's people like putting Doom on refrigerators, which is crazy. I think someone even someone took like one of the status bars on like the new Apple Mac and somehow ported Doom to that, which is insane to me. Uh, it's just absurd. But anyways, um, it's a pretty cool game. The shotgun is definitely the best weapon, which isn't surprising. I know I also got Doom 2, which I haven't played very much of yet. And I know that one has the super shotgun, which is the better, cooler shotgun. So I'm very excited. Uh, sorry, I'm yawning a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm definitely going to play more Doom later. It's a good game, obviously. Uh, one one thing I do like is I like how... And this is something that goes with all like a lot of old games. I like how absolutely simple the story is. It's just like... Yeah, there's demons. Go. <laughs> Have fun. You're like, oh, okay. That's nice. I know, I know even Doom 2016, like, within the first five seconds, you're shooting demons. <laughs> it's like, doesn't care. They do not care. Uh, which I, I love that. I think that's, I think that fits perfectly for what, what Doom is, which is just, you know, very ridiculous point, kind of pointless violence. <laughs> but, hey, sometimes you just want to shoot demons and zombie men and whatever. And that's fine. Um. Uh, so this was kind of a fun double review of two games that were that kind of I guess you could say don't have enough substance to make a full review. That doesn't mean they're bad. It's just they're both kind of like very simple experiences, I guess. And at some point I may do a more of these kind of double feature reviews. And I hope you I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you have a nice day. <laughs>